and welcome to Becky's Bubbles Tea and Talk, a podcast about tea, mental health awareness, spirituality, music, and hey, whatever else we feel like talking about. Let's go! It's Becky here again, and this is episode two of Becky's Bubbles. Thank you to all who listened to episode one. I've had some amazing feedback. Um, It was better than I expected, actually. And I'm really thrilled to be making episode two. It's going to probably go out a little bit later than planned due to unforeseen circumstances, which I will discuss much later on. But I have so many things to discuss with you today. It's currently Wednesday evening. It's just after six o'clock. And I've had my dinner, I'm actually in my pyjamas, and um, yeah, I'm about to go and brew a cup of tea. I think I might go for a cheeky decaf this evening, so I hope you can join me. Sit tight and let's get cracking! I have quite a lot of things to discuss in this episode. So as I said, this is probably going out a little bit later than I planned due to some stuff that has been going on in my life, which I will talk about probably in another episode because it's all quite raw at the moment. So I'm not really comfortable with discussing that. But I want to go back, maybe where are we now? We're in June. So I want to go back into May And Wayne and I were um, really lucky to be invited to a really lovely wedding and Wayne was best man and he had to do his speech and it was lovely, there was beautiful weather, it was very, very lovely. And in the evening, um, after the wedding, I was going to see Ruby Wax because she was, um, she's on tour at the moment with her show called Frazzled. Um, Now, some of you will know uh, that Ruby Wax has a line of books that she's brought out. She's kind of not doing the comedy anymore she's kind of campaigning against mindful no campaigning against she's campaigning for mindfulness and mental health and well-being which is amazing but she kind of puts a comedic twist on it and it makes it easier for people to relate to so I took my wonderful best friend for her birthday and honestly it was one of the best things I've ever seen ruby wax is hilarious like when she was a celebrity. I mean, she still is a celebrity, but when she was, you know, act- when she was actively doing shows and she was being a full-on comedian, she was hilarious. But now it's just even funnier. And I loved the approach that she did for her show. So how it was set out was that she would it was like a question and answer thing so she would ask a question and she would answer her own question um so we could all understand it so she went through lots of different things about the brain and you know cognitive and um all of those things and the chemical balances and you know what we need to do to focus and all of this stuff but she did it in such a funny way and honestly my friend and I were just literally wetting ourselves by the end of the evening and she's just great and in the interval 
you had a chance to go and get a book signed. Now, I stupidly forgot to bring my book for her to sign. I'm so angry, but I thought, well, I'll just hop in the queue anyway and see if I can maybe get a picture or at least meet her and just tell her how fabulous she is. So my friend actually bought um, Frazzled, which is her latest book, so she actually bought it, so I was able to get in the queue with her. So we were waiting in the queue and it was coming to our turn and I was like, oh, do you think I can just get a picture? And the little man that was like stood next to her protecting, protecting her, was like, yeah, of course, that's fine. So I had a picture with my friend and um, I got to like stand so close to Ruby Wax, it was amazing. And she was like, oh my goodness, I love your shirt. And I was wearing like a, a black shirt which had like flowers on it and it's quite country because obviously y'all know I sing country music. And she was like, oh, it's really pretty. Like, it's really Mexican. I was like, oh my goodness. Ruby Wax loves my shirt. I'll take that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it was really surreal. And I just said, you know, I'm a huge fan. You're a huge inspiration to me. And I just love all your books. And that was it, really. And I think she really appreciated it. And then the second half of the evening was split into a question and answer session. And that was really interesting. And a lot of people had a lot, um, a lot of questions. A lot of people were asking about sleep and what can we do with sleep and depression and lots of those sort of things. But I really highly recommend reading Ruby Wax's books. If you're kind of, if you want to learn a bit more about the brain and the different compartments and what each things do and mindfulness, then I really recommend. She's got a couple of books out. Um, I think she's got, um, the first one was How to Be Human, I think, which was, um, I have, that's actually one I haven't read yet. So that's on my list to read. And she's got Sane New World, uh, which is brilliant. And then she's got Frazzled, which is the new one. And definitely, honestly, if you kind of want to delve into mindfulness a little bit more and have like a comedic twist on it, then I highly recommend reading those books. She was amazing. It was amazing. Yes, do it. Go do it. So another thing I wanted to discuss, what was that? You can tell I'm recording this, um with a little microphone, because it picks up all the noises. I presume that was some sort of bike or something. I actually have no idea. So um, I, as, as some of you probably are, I'm on LinkedIn because I try and keep to keep in tabs with lots of different things that are going on, um, mental health, social media, all of those sorts of things. And I follow Richard Branson because obviously he's awesome and he's created all of these amazing companies and stuff like that. And he posted a um like a quote on LinkedIn which I kind of wanted to discuss and get your thoughts on it so the quote that he said is complexity is your enemy any fool can make something complicated it is hard to keep things simple and this sort of made me it kind of triggered something in me and I sort of questioned you know myself and I said you know are we making our lives too complicated you know social media making things you know, is it making things too complicated? Do we, you know, read too much into stuff? You know, I just, it just really made me think and I kind of want to discuss that because I know personally, if something is like quite complicated, then it kicks my anxiety in and then I just start to over question things, I overthink and it just goes, it just goes bonkers. So I guess that maybe we're all a little bit guilty of making things maybe a bit more complicated, I'm not too sure. Um, and I guess that ties in with the anxiety and then, you know, the overthinking, because the more you overthink, the more you think you're complicating things. So I think we just have to kind of balance it out and we really need to make sure that we we take time out, meditate, etc., something like that. One process that I 
did um, a couple of months ago now, I decided to sign up to um, some CBT classes, which is Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. And it's something, it's an avenue that I hadn't actually explored before. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go, see what happens. And since doing that, it's kind of given me those tools to try to not make my life so complicated. I think I, I personally quite like to be quite busy. So, you know, I'll try and pack my weeks out and say, right, um, I go to work and then I'm going to go do this, I'm going to do this, I need to remember to eat, I need to clean the house, I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, eventually it all gets too much, I get overwhelmed, and then my anxiety kicks in. So I think, you know, we do sometimes have to step out of ourselves almost and look in at our lives and and see what's actually going on and maybe write a list and think, right, do I need to be cramming so much into my week? You know, I know, you know, YOLO and all of that stuff, but sometimes you do just need to give yourself a minute or a whole hour or a whole evening to do nothing. You know, sit, watch Netflix, do some coloring, cuddle your guinea pig or your cat or your dog or your rabbit or your lizard, whatever pet you've got. You just have to just give yourself time and breathe. Let's do it all together. Breathe in. Breathe out. So yeah, so I just wanted to get um, your thoughts on it. So if you guys, you know, want to leave me some comments, because this will be going out on SoundCloud, so feel free to leave some comments on SoundCloud, or find me on Twitter, Becky Lawrence UK. Come and tweet me. I will post the the quote and the question on Twitter after this comes out, so you can jump in, and I'll put a little hashtag and stuff like that. But yeah, that was just something I wanted to discuss. And that's something that I'll probably, I'll probably find little things on LinkedIn or randomly to discuss. But I think that one's a really good start anyway. So as I mentioned, I also want to talk about spirituality and the topic is so broad. But I kind of want to hone in on things like, you know, guardian angels, um, seeing signs, astrology, all of that sort of stuff. So, I mean, those of you who know me do know that I believe in guardian angels and in particular over the last couple of months, I mean, if that dog wants to stop barking, that would be great. Oh, he stopped. Thank you. Um, but yeah, over the last couple of months, um, I've really felt their presence sort of even more in my life and um, every Sunday I, I have a pack of um, angel cards and I every Sunday evening it's now my ritual that I will give them a shuffle up on some really relaxing music and I'll have my crystals in front of me and I will shuffle these cards and I will say what do I need to focus on for the next week so it gives me sort of an intent like an intention of what I need to be aware of for the week to get the best out of my week and you know anything I should be aware of and um normally it's you know I just I'll maybe get you know I sometimes pick one two three cards and sometimes it might not be quite clear why I've been drawn to those cards or why I've picked them but normally throughout the week something will happen I'll go oh wait that's that was that, that was what my angels were telling me to do, and I just feel like they really do help me out, which is, which is brilliant. I mean, I just think, you know, if, if it works for me, 
then that's great, you know. Like, I, I just want to reiterate that I'm not preaching to anyone. I'm literally just discussing my my thoughts, my feelings, the stuff that I believe in, the things that help me in my everyday life. And it's up to you. You can choose to um, delve a little deeper. You can investigate. You can have a little read about stuff. Or, you know, we can discuss more. Um, but this is just me being open and honest. And basically, that's it. So, basically, my... My background with the Guardian Angels kind of stemmed back when I was about 20, 21, and I first got introduced to them by a old work colleague um, that I used to work with, and she was very spiritual, very into angels and that store stuff, and unfortunately that relationship ended really, really bad. Um, it, gosh, it's a long story. But basically, she got me in tune with guardian angels and I started to realise that actually they are there for me. I can rely on them. They, I have the faith in them. And yeah, our relationship just turned really sour. But I feel she came into my life for the sole purpose of teaching me about guardian angels and about angels in general. And she told me that um, I mean, Archangel Michael watches over everyone. That's he's he's the big guy. He's the big boss. Um, and I've got I got told obviously that he looks after me, which was brilliant. And I just I was like, yeah, I feel really comfortable with this. Like this is my this is my thing, definitely. Like I can definitely relate to this. I was told that there's lots of different signs to look out for. Um, so you know that your guardian, guardian angels are with you. So one of those is white feathers. So if you are walking and you know, you've got some thoughts in your mind and a white feather maybe comes in your path, that's normally a sign that your guardian angel is there for you, looking after you so you don't need to worry because they have everything in hand and they will look after you. Now I have a really cool story um, about, well, kind of white feathers and guardian angels. So back when I lived on the Isle of Man, I used to have a flat on the promenade and it was wonderful, it was great. And I was at a crossroads whether to stay in my flat or move back home before I went to drama school. So it was one of those things of, I really don't know what I need to do. I need to save some money. What do I need to do? I have no idea. So it was a Sunday evening and I was kind of, I think I was just pottering around and I wanted to run myself a bath and I put the hot tap on and it was cold. And I was like, okay, that's really random. So I checked the kitchen tap and it was just cold coming out and I thought, okay, this is odd. So I went round to my neighbours and I said, look, is your, is your water okay? Is it all working? And they said, yeah, this is fine. And the neighbour next door, the other, other side was fine. So I was like, hmm. Maybe I need to ring my, the estate person. So I rang the emergency number that was on there and they said, yep, yeah, if you meet me in the car park, so we need to find out where your stop tap is. So I thought, okay, fine. So here I am in the underground car park waiting for some strange man to come and help me with my taps. And um, I waited and he turned up and he said, right, there should be a whole wall of stop taps because there was like 800 or something flats in this block of flats. And I said, okay, fine. That's okay, so off we went to try and find them and blah, 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 blah. And then basically we get to this wall, and honestly, I've never seen so many stop taps in my entire life. So there's a whole wall of stop taps. And he's looking around and he's like, mm, well, you know, the rest of them are on. I don't really know what's going on. So every single stop tap was on apart from mine. And I said to him, I said, how would that happen? And he said, 
someone would have had to have come down here and switched it off. Like, it's not one of those things that can just, you know, like, electricity, sometimes it just it just switches off, doesn't it? You know, it, it trips a switch or something like that. He said someone would have had to have physically come down and switched it off. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to move back home now. So for me, I took that as a sign from my angels to say, yeah, you need to move back home. So I was like, okay, fine. And I'll never forget another story. I've got so many stories, but I want to save them for lots of different episodes. But another story I'll tell you while I was in that block flat. I, and this was when I first got introduced to angels. And, you know, my, this friend said, you know, the best place to talk to them is in nature or in a, in a shower because it's free flowing water and they connect better with nature. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll have a shower. And I had my iPod on and I had it on shuffle. And yeah, I had, oh gosh, I've got thousands and thousands of thousands of songs on my iPod. Thousands and thousands. And I had it on just a random playlist, I think. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I thought, right, okay, I'll have a chat. So I was saying, hello, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that, blah, blah, blah. Can you give me some sort of sign? As soon as I'd finished talking, Sarah McLaughlin's angel came on my iPod. I mean... I don't know what you guys think to that, but I was kind of freaked out and kind of a bit like, okay, yep, you're listening, that's fine, thanks for that confirmation. So yeah, I've had lots of different freaky things like that, but I would love to hear if you guys have any stories about guardian angels and how they have come forward for you or any signs, so let's discuss more on Twitter or if you leave your comments. Um, I definitely want to hear more of your stories. So yeah, that is the end of episode two. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to me again. I really enjoy doing this. And if there's anything else you guys want to hear, any more stories, um, I realise I haven't really spoken about music that much. Um, but that's fine, because that's all to come. And yeah, just stay tuned for more updates. Um, you can follow me on social media. And yeah, check back soon for episode three. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>